And welcome everyone to FH Uniquely, where we highlight the scholarly, religious, athletic, and creative work of Frieda Hardeman's student, staff, and faculty. This podcast is operated by the students of FHU's chapter of Sigma Tau Delta, the International English Honor Society. I'm your host, Professor Derek Spradlin of the Literature Department. Along with me today is Senior English and Public Relations Major Megan Luffman. Megan, thanks for being here. Go ahead and introduce today's guests for us. Hi, today we are here with Professor Lauren Worf, Leah Stinson, and Jacob Mosley. Um, and these are all people that attended the Wonder Workshop. So Jacob, tell us a little bit about the Story Conference and the Wonder Workshop. So Story is a very uh, unique uh, operation. It's one that invites creative uh, people from around the world to a uh, central place, which would be Nashville, where they can all share their stories and unique jobs and uh, learn a creative process of, of how to take their ideas that are inside their head, things they want to do, things they want to accomplish, write, perform, direct, and they can learn from other people and their experiences so that they can in turn uh, find a way to share their story. Um, the Wonder Workshop is a pre-conference workshop that kind of really uh, gets things kicked off. Uh, there were several workshops happening in Nashville that day, um, but specifically we want to talk about Brad Montague and his workshop. And Brad is one of the most creative storytellers that there is out there. He's a master of, of writing and video and uh, you know anything you can think of, he can imagine it and, and make it come to life. And so uh, to sum up story, it is just a, a gathering of some of the most creative minds where everyone can uh, be inspired from one another as well as, you know, when you're doing something creative in your life, it's really scary and you don't know what steps you're gonna take to bring it to life. And it's important that you know you've got a creative community in your corner rooting for you. And so that's something that, that story brings to life for every individual who attends the conference or the pre-conference workshops. Okay, so how did you originally hear about it? So I heard about story through Brad Montague. Um, I was in my social media class at Fried Hardman uh, as a sophomore uh, in 2017, I believe the year was, and Christy Montague came in and she talked a lot about what she does at their Montague workshop, the creation of Kid President, the writing of stories and, and inspirational things to help uh, adults become more like kids and to help kids learn and grow. And I fell in love with the work that they do and I was on a path that, that had me wanting to do professional sports with marketing and, and public relations. And I was so inspired by what she had to say about the work that they were doing in the community and in the world that when it was over, I let her know that I was willing to do anything at any time on Freed's campus if they needed me for any event because any way I could help you know, bring what they do to life, I wanted to be a part of that. And so she told me that she would was very interested in speaking with me at a later date. And so she told me to come by the workshop, and, and I did, and it turned into an interview. And then she asked me if I'd be her first uh, intern. And so I spent two years interning with Brad and Christy Montague, and it was through them that I heard about story. And I went to my first conference last year as a volunteer, um, as a greeter. So. Um, that's where I initially got introduced with that creative community and the people who bring that to life. Okay. Um, Professor Worf, it's my understanding that you actually know Brad, so is that how you heard about this? 
Yes, that's how I heard about it. Um, I was actually talking with Christy. Okay. Um, we were at a church retreat, and I was talking with her about my experience with students, particularly students who have um, more creative majors or humanities-oriented majors who are doing what they love in school, but who are having trouble translating that to some to a job, to something that they can do when they leave school. Um, and she said, we have this conference coming up. I would love for you to bring some of your students to the conference or to the workshop. And um, so we did. So how many free students went with you to it? Twelve students went, um, six theater students and six English students. Okay. And so what did it involve for you all? Were you listening to lectures all the time? Were you kind of interactive, participating in something or what? The Wonder Workshop was, um, it was mostly Brad. Uh, Brad presented, he had, I think, five, five different sessions throughout the day that had a different focus. He brought in a few different people to speak a little bit or to give um, give information about what they do, but most of it was Brad being inspiring. <laughs> All right, well Leah, what, uh, what kind of made an impression on you from the conference? What did you enjoy most about it? Wow, okay, that's hard to answer. Um, I cried about three times, so it was a great time. Um, I just, I've, I think one of the biggest things was I've never been in a room with so many creative people and it was really inspiring to see so many other people that were working so hard to be able to do what they love for money and some of, because some of them weren't doing it for money, they're just trying to, you know, get their work out there and then um, others had kind of, you know, gotten a job doing the type of creative work that they wanted to do. And it was just really inspiring to me to see that I'm gonna be able to eat <laughs> one day. Like, <laughs> I'll be able to do a job that I can feel like I'm being creatively fulfilled in and still be able to put food on my table. Um, because all of these other people were doing it. And um, something that Brad kept saying was, um, there's always room around the campfire for more people. And so just because somebody else who is just as creative or more creative than you is there doesn't mean that they've taken your spot. There's still room for you there. And that was something that really made an impression on me for sure. So how do you plan to use what you heard this past week um, to move forward in the future? Well, that's a really hard question to answer. Um, Recently, I've been talking with um, Dr. Worf, Dr. Mrs. Worf, about, um, <laughs> about she's given me a couple books because I've always been very interested in um, writing for TV. And I've never given it a serious consideration because it's not something that's easy to get into. And, um, but I think that I've been shortchanging myself by doing that. And so I talked with her and she's given me a few books that I'm trying to really take seriously and really do some homework on. And she's given me some great tips. And um, so I'm definitely working harder, working more um, in that direction. And, um, and hopefully, you know, something will pan out. But if it doesn't, you know, I'll always have that um, to, to be working on kind of in the background um, if I can't get a job immediately doing something like that. One of the things that um, that Brad talked about a little bit there was that if you can't do what you want to do immediately, that you can find the people who are doing the type of work, he calls it wonder work, 
um, but who are doing the type of work that you want to do and you can associate yourself with those people. And so that was one of the things that I really appreciated about what he said in terms of advising students who are in a situation like Leah or maybe like you, um, where you know kind of what things you like, but you don't know how to do them and make money. And so he said, you know, find the people who are doing what you want to be doing and join their fundraising department. Just do whatever you have to do to work with those people and then you can kind of develop in that direction. Um, and that was something that was really powerful about the Wonder Workshop is you realize you walk into this room and I think it's really easy to assume, okay, these are the creative people. Right? These are the people who are doing these things. And then you sit there and you realize these are people who have all sorts of insecurities. These are people who are questioning whether or not they're doing the things that they're doing well. And you might think that they have done it, they've made it, they have it all together, but they are just trying to survive in their position and to do work that makes the world better and to do it well. And so I, I think one of the things that a lot of the students were able to get from that is, you know, everybody feels this way. I'm not bad because I feel this way. I just have to work through it. I have to find those people who are gonna help me. And so hopefully, Hopefully Leah's working in that direction and a lot of the students who went are working in that direction. That's how I got involved with Brad was just by association. I sort of jumped in the ring with him and said, I want to be a, you know, a part of this and learn about what you do and the ins and outs. And, and it's led me to what I'm doing now. So. Right. so what was your initial reason for just wanting to attend to be there? I wanted to attend because I wanted the students to have the opportunity to attend. I have the opportunity to hear Brad fairly regularly, and I think he's amazing every time. And so I went in thinking, okay, I'm going to get to hear Brad, but I'm also giving students the opportunity to hear Brad. And I was kind of amazed at just how much practical information I was able to take from it that even though I've heard him speak many times, you know, there was still a whole lot to take from that to make my work better, to make my work with students better. Um, so that was nice. But initially, I just wanted the students to be able to hear him. We have a map here in front of us, and it's unlike most maps I've seen before, and this is an audio podcast, but uh, perhaps Lee and Jacob, you could uh, explain, uh, describe this map for our listeners and tell them a little bit about it. Well, this map is it's one for dreamers. It's one, uh, you know, if you've got an idea that you're trying to make happen and you don't know how to make it happen, you can always look at this map and kind of see where you at, where you're at, and where you want to be. Um, for example, there's there's a lot of people who are stuck in the comments section. It's it's sort of a desert where. Uh, you know, it could be so negative, the, the heat of, you know, what people have to say about uh, the world or about the kind of things that you're trying to do, it can really have a negative impact on you. Um, but, you know, you can look at the map and know that you are there, and then you can see where you want to be. So right next to the desert is Wonder Mountain, and you think, well, how am I going to get to Wonder Mountain? How am I going to bring my wonderful ideas to life? And so uh, you can just use this to bounce off uh, different points in the map, like Inspiration Island. Where can you find your inspiration? You can go to the campfire. And like uh, Leah said, the, a campfire is uh, the idea of surrounding yourself with a community of people who are just as creative as you. 
who will help support you and back your ideas and give you, uh, you know, any ideas um, that'll help you bring your your wonder work, whatever that may be, to life. And so this is just a great tool that you can use to, to bounce back and forth, to, to brainstorm the things you want to accomplish, and then what you need to do to bring them to life. And one of the ways, or the way that Brad introduced this to us is um, he said that he, he used it when he was talking to, I think, third graders or fourth graders. And um, he was showing it to all of them and, and having them look at it and talk about where they were. And then he decided to use it with adults. And he said that it was even more of a hit with the adults. And so whenever he brought it out at the beginning of one of the sessions, he had us kind of get into groups and talk about where we were. And um, I was in a group with um, two other, two or three other people who were a lot older than me, already in the workforce. And um, so we represented like a pretty good, um, just like portion of creative people from different, different areas in our life. And um, it was really good to see that those people were in some of the places that I had been or they were still there. Like some, like it says Doubt Valley over here. Um, and there was one guy who was saying that he's constantly getting stuck there because he's just always doubtful that anything he puts out is going to be anything new. And I thought that was super inspiring. Just I feel like I hear a lot of that or I think that a lot. Um, being in all these English classes where basically I have to compare my work to other people and it's easy for me to doubt my abilities whenever somebody else is so good at what I want to be good at. And um, so to have other people in later stages of their life feel that same way was really, really encouraging. And I really liked, I really liked the whole exercise. So what was the biggest takeaway for you from the entire conference? Wow, that was, that's, a, that's like a really, it was so big, it's hard to sum it all up. Um, one, one thing that he kept saying was just like, just go and do. And um, don't worry about, you know, what other people are saying, what other people are doing. Just go and do what you want to do. And, um, and I think that really hit home with me because I'm, I really want to try to do that. You know, even if I have nothing original to contribute, I'm still being creative and doing what I feel like I was made to do. And, um, and that's just my way of going and doing what I should be doing. So since, um, Jacob, since you had more of a behind the scenes kind of look into this, did you have any other takeaways that you'd like to share? Absolutely. Uh, you know, like Leah said, in the way Brad communicates his message, it's important that you don't just talk about it, you be about it. You know, you've got so many things that you want to accomplish, and it's really easy to be scared uh, to take the steps required to accomplish a goal. But if you don't take those steps, even the smallest ones, then you're not going to get any closer to achieving your goal. And so, um, you know, being a part of this conference and working with people who are all just like me um, has a way of influencing you and making you feel more powerful with your ideas and your goals because you can see uh, that there are other people who've done the exact same thing you have that have experienced the same things, who have you know been stuck in the desert of the comments sections for a long time, and how did they get out of the desert? 
And so it's, it's a perfect network of uh, meeting new people and learning from their stories and their situations and learning how their story applies to yours and how you can change and rewrite your story, but as long as you're moving forward uh, and you're not you know, comfortable settling with you know, whatever fears you face. And so uh, this whole conference, this whole workshop uh, is put together by Robert Harris III. He's a master illusionist. And uh, you, just for an example of the kind of work he does at the conference, he took a wet paper towel and crinkled it up in his hand. And then he took a little fan, kind of what you would whip out when you were hot, and fan yourself, and he just started fanning his hand and opening his hand, and confetti just started flying up in the air nonstop for about 25 seconds. Just the whole room was filled with confetti and it all came from his hand. How did he do it? We'll never know. Um, But it's important that, you know, as Brad says, don't hide your magic so you've got something that you want the world to know don't hide it don't talk about it be about it and so with harris um, in this conference in this workshop he provides a safe space for everyone to be about their wonder work and inspire other people and so the biggest takeaway in my opinion, as someone who's gotten to work with Brad and work with Harris and the conference, is just knowing that there are so many people that are just like me who have stories they want to share, and we all support one another. It's a it's a network. It's a it's a safety net, and it's it's a campfire that we can all come together and bounce ideas off one another. Um, that's just the best part about story. So, okay, so the Story Conference and the Wonder Workshop, is this an annual thing? Is it always in the same place? If people want to find out more about it, is there a website or anything? Yes, so Story is an annual thing. In fact, this was the third year the conference has been held. I believe the first year it was held at the Country Music Hall of Fame. The last two years it's been held at the Symphony Center in downtown Nashville. Um, It happens every September. Uh, I believe it's September 19th through 21st, somewhere in there, and that includes the pre-conference workshops and the two-day conference itself. Um, This next conference, uh, I'm not sure if it'll be back at the Symphony Center. The conference has continued to grow each year, and so we might be outgrowing the venue. Um, So they, they haven't announced yet where the conference will be held. You can go to their website, storygatherings.com, and you can learn all about the conference. You can watch Uh, videos um, summarizing the conference you can read people's comments about their experience with the conference you can also uh, register for free to become a member and as a member you can access some of the the talks that were given at the conference this year we had a uh, fantastic lineup of speakers including Don Hahn who is the producer of the original Lion King and Beauty and the Beast as well as the live-action films Uh, which he's currently working on, The New Lion King. We had uh, Steve Feldman, who is the director of Sesame Street and Barney the Purple Dinosaur, and Ruth Carter, the costume designer for Black Panther, and uh, Malcolm X and Selma. And so there are so many people like them who are coming and helping inspire uh, just the the crowd that gathers to, to listen to their experiences and 
and how they can take from it. I mean, they're all just like Brad. Brad started exactly where we are. And, and he's made everything for himself because he stepped out of his bubble of comfort and faced the fears of life and uh, found a supporting cast to help make his dreams come to life. And so that's something that everyone at the conference has in common. Well, good. On that note, uh, that'll do it for today. Uh, thank you three so much uh, for joining us. And thank you to our listeners uh, for making us part of your day. And be sure to stay tuned for our next episode of FH Uniquely.